And a very good Wednesday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. Steven Strom here. Marlins fall to the Rays in game one of the Citrus Series, 11-2. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seedloff. Well, the Marlins fall back to 500 at 66 and 66 as they get thumped by the Rays 11 to 2 in game one of this abbreviated two-game set here in Miami tonight. This is the 10th inning show. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Thanks for hanging out with us and making us a part of your Tuesday evening. Unfortunately, this one did not go the way of the Marlins here tonight. And in fact, it uh, got a little ugly down the stretch this evening. Sandy Alcantara versus Aaron Savali in game one of this two-game series tonight. Alcantara coming in with six wins, 11 losses. Savali, six wins and three losses. Uh, Sandy making his 27th start of the season tonight, while Savali was making his 18th and his 5th as a member of the Tampa Bay Rays. Sandy worked around a leadoff single in the first. Luis Arise then singled in the bottom of the first inning. That was accompanied by a Jorge Soler single. And then after Josh Bell bounced into a fielder's choice, the Marlins have runners at first and third with one out in the bottom of the first inning for Jazz Chisholm Jr. This has been a very good team defensively, have the Rays. Here's a swing of a line drive into center field, a base hit for Jazz. Scoring from third is Luis Arise. The Marlins have three knocks here in the bottom of the first inning. It's 1-0 Miami. But back came the Rays in the top of the second inning. They got leadoff singles from Josh Lowe and Vidal Brujan. And then after Jose Siri flew out to right field, pushing Lowe from second to third, Luke Raley came to the plate. The 0-1 is swung on and lifted high and deep to right center field. Going to play to run, but it's going to stay in the ballpark. Jorge Soler makes the catch. Tagging from third and scoring is Josh Lowe. That's a sacrifice fly for Luke Rayleigh. And this is a 1-1 game now here in the second inning. And it would stay that way into the bottom of the third until with one out, nobody on base. Jazz came to the plate again. 2-2 pitch to Jazz. Is a fly ball hit in the air, deep to right field, going back, Rayleigh. He's at the wall. Goodbye. A big fly for Jazz. His 13th of the season gives the Marlins a 2-1 lead here in the bottom of the third. Real nice job by Jazz Chisholm. And after that, Sandy would settle in a little bit. He was perfect in the fourth. He worked around a walk and a single and got a 6-4-3 double play ball in the fifth. Unfortunately, it was in the top of the sixth inning. Marlins leading 2-1 to one, that things would start to spiral out of control on Alcantara. He allowed a leadoff double to Brandon Lau, a play in which Arise and Soler nearly collided in shallow right field. So with Lau at second, Arena struck out. And Lau was still at second with one out for Isak Paredes, the third baseman. Alcantara kicks and fires, and the pitch is a line drive over the head of John Birdie into left field, and the base hit. Lau's going to hit the bag at third. He's steamrolling towards the plate. He'll score standing up. It's an RBI single for Isak Paredes. This is a 2-2 two two ball game here in the sixth. And we told you that uh, he has been there. And then Josh Lowe came to the plate. He flew out to center field for out number two in the sixth. But then Sandy Alcantara hit Vidal Brujan. He was at first. The race had two men on and coming to the plate with two outs and two on in the six with an opportunity to give the Rays the lead was Jose Siri. Here's a swing and a drive hit deep to left field. Going back, looking up. De La Cruz, it's off the wall. Paredes is in to score. Here comes Brujan. There won't be a throw to the plate. It's a two-out, two-run double for Jose Siri. 
First pitch he saw from Alcantara, and the Rays have a 4-2 lead. And that will be it for San It was indeed it for Sandy Alcantara. Stephen Okert came on and got the final out in the sixth inning. In the top of the seventh, it was still 4-2, but that's when it really started to unfold on Miami. There was a leadoff double and a ground out, and at second base, or I'm sorry, at third base, pinch running in the seventh inning was Basabi, and the batter in the seventh with one out was Brandon Lau. Three-two pitch is golfed high and deep to right field, going back. Soler looking up, and this is gone. What an at bat! That dude is legit. Josh, Josh Lowe. Lowe is 18th of the season. Now it's eight to two, Tampa Bay here in the seventh. So that was the low homer. Prior to that, Brandon Lau collected an RBI single. Then Randy Arozarena hit a two-run bomb, and then it was Lowe who capped off that four-run four-hit. Top of the seventh inning, four. The Tampa Bay Rays, they had an 8-2 lead. They would get three more in the ninth inning. Steven Okert tossed two-thirds of an inning. George Soriano coughed up that two-run homer to a Rosarena in the seventh. Jorge Lopez came on in the eighth inning. He worked a clean eighth, but then he allowed a three-run home run to Isak Paredes in the ninth inning. And the Tampa Bay Rays win this ballgame by a final score of 11-2. Taking a look at the totals from this ballgame tonight, for the Rays, 11 runs, 15 hits, and no errors, six men left on base. And for the Marlins, two runs, 10 hits, and error, nine men left on base. Savali the winner, Alcantara the loser. Savali 7-3 this season, Alcantara 6-12. Total time of game, three hours and 12 minutes, 10,338 in attendance here in Lone Depot Park tonight with a victory of the Rays. Guaranteed at least the 500 season, and I promise you they'll be even better than that. They're 81-52 and 52 now after their 11-2 win tonight. Marlins fall back to 66-66 and 66 through 132 games this season. For the Marlins pitching staff tonight, they punch out seven, and that means that $175 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the game one loss to the Rays. Skip, first of all, uh, update on the Solaire. I said right hip tightness. Yeah, he felt something on the swing. Um, so I, you know, it was eight to two at the time. I didn't really want to push it. Um, I know he wanted to stay in the game, but didn't feel like uh, losing him for, uh, you know, couple weeks made much sense at that point of the game. So uh, hopefully, you know, he feels better tomorrow and we'll see what he looks like. The game looks like a blowout, but it wasn't really if you look at the first six innings. First inning was tough to come away with only one run, and then some other opportunities. Yeah, two for 12, I think, in runners in scoring position, something like that. Um, not ideal, obviously. Yeah, bases loaded. Um, felt like we had, um, you know, some really good at bats, um, and just couldn't get, you know, a couple runs, more runs than we we got. Um, you know, Jazz had some nice at bats tonight. Um, I just felt like we. Uh, we just couldn't couldn't score um, with with guys on base you know, and um, couldn't capitalize uh, early on in the game and um, you know tough tough one for Sandy with the fly ball to start the inning I think in the fifth or sixth inning um, six yeah. yeah and uh, you know solely looked like he broke back at first and came in and um, you know kind of like you know one of those you know fall right in between type of deals but the uh yeah the i think when he broke back is probably what you know cost him that ball and then um 
you know, a couple singles and, uh, you know, kind of tough overall inning right there. So you want that ball caught in a general sense, that play? I want every ball caught. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And they had leadoff doubles, too. You not only didn't score them, couldn't even... Yeah, we a couple times we had leadoff doubles. You know, we just haven't been good in situational hitting lately. Um, and that's it's coming back, you know, to bite us. And and it looks like, you know, whatever the score was, 11 to 2, 11 to 2. If you if we get a couple guy a couple of those guys over and get them in, then it's, you know, maybe 4-3 game, 4-4 game and then, you know, a couple things might be different. Um, and you know, that's that's what's tough is early on we were so good at playing the small ball. We're not going to outslug many teams, so we have to play the small ball game and um, whether it's getting them over, getting them in, butting them over, that we've been so good at it. Lately we haven't been great at it and when you're Having trouble scoring runs, um, those those type of plays matter, and they don't show up in a box score, but they do matter, and um, so we just got to get better at that and fine tune that. Decision to leave Sandy in after the hit by pitch. I think you did a one oh nine when Siri came up. Yeah, I, I mean, he had a pulled changeup that hit um, that hit the batter before, and I think that um, you know he was. I think he was fine. He had he had enough pitches and enough. Um, you know, uh, strength to to get the next hit, to get Siri. Um, I had Okert ready. I know the the splits and um, that type of thing. I just I trust Sandy to get out of the inning. I still felt like it was his game. Um, we all felt like it was his game still. And um, you know, Siri hit the slider out in front and um, off the wall, and and that cost him. But I think the pulled changeup. Uh, hit by pitch um, is probably what he's most pissed off about. I would guess. We've talked a lot lately about how good the bullpen has been, and today seemed like it kind of broke down. I know home runs really didn't help. What do you attribute that to? Well, I think the um, the, the Soriano maybe you know not pitching for a while, maybe um, uh, maybe caught up to him a little bit today. I'm not sure, um, but he said he felt great. Uh, just left some balls over the middle of the plate. Um, Probably looking back on it, you know, this slider is why he's been so good. And uh, the, the pitch to Rosarena, um, you know, it probably would want a different pitch right there, different pitch selection. Um, you still have to hit it. Credit to Rosarena, he hit it out. and um, But that's probably not the, the right pitch to him at that point um, of the game. But, again, they, they, they all have to hit it, and they did a good job of hitting it. That team's really good. So, um, But I think... Um, you know, those the couple of the, the pitches were just middle of the plate, and it doesn't matter, you know, how good we are if you leave them over the middle. Typically, big league hitters hit them, and, um, and that's kind of what happened uh, late in the game. The six is where things start to break down. Boy, you see from Sandy in the first five, you, there was traffic's pitch on that LV, but he was able to maneuver around things, especially in the lineup. Like yeah, I thought his uh, changeup was really good today. Um, obviously, the two-seamer, they were aggressive early on. First pitch of the game, they are hacking. Uh, low, the second batter of the game, they were swinging. Um, so, and that's typically what most teams do is they're, they're pretty aggressive on the sinker and um, – I think you know some of the slider, uh, some of the sliders are the ones that got hit. But other than that, you know, a couple seeing eye singles, a bloop double that you know probably you know, should have been caught um, and, and kind of cost him late in the game. But he was, uh, you know, 
vintage Sandy for me. A lot of ground balls that got through or ground balls that were at guys that, you know, were outs, early outs. Um, and, you know, we have not too many strikeouts tonight, four strikeouts. So a lot of balls put in play, but um, not, not a ton of hard contact. Jazz made some good plays, uh, a really good play in the outfield in the first or second inning. So, um, but yeah, I think the, the bloop is what kind of started that inning and, uh, you know, kind of cost, uh, and, the, and the hit by pitch, you know, kind of cost it. With uh, Jake Berger and John Birdie, the collision first offered those guys all right. Yeah, they're fine. And also, seen a bit of an uptick in those kinds of collisions uh, in the field recently. Is that something that's kind of concerning to you? Just the recent trend of those? Uh, well, I think it's a couple of new guys, uh, you know, learning to play with each other. Um, you know, John hasn't played a ton of shortstop with, with uh, Berger next to him, and uh, Jazz, you know, newer to the outfield still, coming off injury and um, still figuring out communication. I think that's going to continue to get better the more he plays out there. Um, that one's a tough play because they're both going after it um, and, uh, you know, end up being caught. But the priority is obviously Birdie, but Berger had the, the play. Um, so it, it's tough because that's not a routine play. When there's no routine plays, that's when they're just like the Soler and Arias going after it. Um, it's not That's not routine, so they're going hard after it until they hear something. If nobody says anything, they're going to continue to go. And so when they're tougher plays like that, you don't call it because you're, you're not sure if you're 100% if the other guy has a better chance. So, um, yeah, it, it's happened a couple times. I don't think it's happened the whole year. We've had a couple of those, but there has been some recently. But there's always communication the, the next day or in the dugout of, you know, what we could have done better. Um, so we'll, we'll see if we can done anything better today. But to me, that was one of those tricky plays that um, – uh, with the birdie and burger one that is kind of you, you you might see that again just because of where it was hit the rise in and solely ball um i think it's just when it after the breaks back first the arise was still going as hard as he could um he solely did the right thing slides slides and rise goes over the top that's the right play we just didn't catch the ball Sandy Alcantara, he goes five and two-thirds, gives up seven hits, four runs, four punch outs. Just got into some trouble early on with his pitch count. Let's hear what Sandy had to say after his start. Sandy, how difficult did they make it on you? They fouled off, I think, 32 pitches in this game uh, tonight. Uh, first, I want to say thanks, God, for keeping me hope in the game. Um, you said, you know, they just make me work a lot, you know, between innings. So, but, I mean, I just feel like, just do nothing for my team, you know, but I mean, at the end of the day, I got to keep doing my best, you know, every time when I got the opportunity to go outside, you know, just fighting, you know, because I know one day everything want to change. Sixth inning was frustrating. The ball that was a tweener could have been caught maybe, and it kind of was a big factor. Do you think the ball was going to be caught off the bat? I mean, it was possible, you know, yeah. but I mean, I don't feel bad about it, you know, because we can do nothing about it. Just was a... No, a hard contact, you know. But I mean, they make the air fourth, you know, to to cut the ball. But I mean, I mean, there was a little bit of problem, you know, because Jose City hit a double over there, you know, and I just feel like we fell today. And Siri got that big hit. Was that a was the pitch okay on that or or um, or not? I don't know. I don't see it. I think uh, mm-hmm. it was uh, just right there in the middle. You know, I mean, just missed uh, the location. Which was tougher for you, in personally, the hit by pitch before that, or the double that gave them the lead? Uh, the hit by pitch, you know. I mean, twist try over there, you know. I know I can't strike him out that guy over there, you know. And I just hit him with my best pitch. I changed it, you know. I mean, that's uh, that disappointment myself. 
<clears throat> How did you feel up until that point? Through the first five innings, you seemed to be kind of cruising. How did you feel up until that sixth inning? I mean, since the first inning, I was feeling good. You know, man, I just came through the sixth inning. You know, I mean, and they, I think they just get ready for me. You know, I mean, and that happened. I, I understand that. Uh, you just faced them about a month ago, got the complete game there. What adjustments did you have to make, especially since, again, you just faced them as soon as you did, just that give and take of facing a team as quickly as you did? You know, you just got to be out there, you know, and try to do the same that I did last time, you know, but, I mean, today wasn't the day that I, that I can say I do my best, you know. I was I was doing my best, you know, mm -hmm. but, I mean, they win the game, you know. We feel bad about it. Uh, 30 games left. You guys are at 500, obviously still in the playoff race, but have some work to do just – what do you what do you think you need to you need to see from the team as you guys try and make this push with a month ago? You know, came together every day. You know, came together every day. I mean, don't think too much when we get out there. You know, try, don't try to do too much. Just trying to win some game. You know, because everybody's there. You know, pitching staff is there. I mean, sometimes you know the batting guy out there. You know, but I mean, some some day we feel like we have too much person. You know, and try to do too much. Sandy, tan parece que son pequeñas cositas. Tú bien, 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 bien y de pronto pasa algo, alguna cosita que un detallito que, que es el que te jode, digamos, juego. O si no también así, que, que, que son pequeñas, que están muy cerca, pero que no acabas de encontrar esa pequeña cosa. Eh, mira, yo siempre vengo aquí a dar lo mejor de mí siempre, eh, dar lo mejor de mí cada cinco días, eh, sin importar los días malos, días buenos. Eh, hoy pienso que no fue el día mío, sabes, ya que estaba muy bien desde el primer inning. Solamente salí en el, en el seis, eh, un pelotazo, eh, pasó un error ahí en el outfield, eh, doble de Siri. Pienso que, que hoy no fue el día ni mío ni de mi equipo tampoco. All right, right back at it. It's going to be a 6.40 first pitch. Jesus Lazardo, he toes the rubber for Miami. Look, I know it's tough right now. Miami will find its footing. The offense has stumbled, but we'll see here if they can turn things around here tonight at Lone Depot Park. I've got Marlins on deck at 6.10. Kyle and Rod have your call at 6.40. Thanks for rewinding with us, Marlins Nation, and we hope you can join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.